Hey, friend, and welcome to Courageous Radiance Podcast. My name is Brittany Dixon. Hello, August. I'm so excited for all of the discussions, all centered on identity. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited. I hope you head over to the blog. Did you know there's one? CourageousRadiance.com. Get subscribed, y'all. You can get monthly free resources straight to your email, as well as you can access the podcast there, if not also your favorite platform. And then big favor, please do me a favor. Sharing is caring. If this podcast, this blog has been a blessing to you at all, I would love it if you would share it to at least one other friend. Y'all, this podcast is all about women getting equipped and anchored at the foot of Christ and in God's word. Let's go. Hey there, friend. This is Brittany. Happy Thursday. I hope that you are having an amazing day ahead and that your weekend be one that is relaxing, rejuvenating, or productive and efficient if that is the goal for the weekend for you. I'm going to start off just with scripture. I'm going to immediately read from scripture, Ephesians, since this is this month of talking about identity, unapologetically God-designed, talking through the book of Ephesians, many different scriptures, but the meat and potatoes of it in Ephesians. So I know that we have geared all the way up um, to Ephesians 4. As of last week, I'm actually going to dial back and go back to Ephesians 1. Lots of verses here. Ephesians 1 verses 2 through 9. Grace to you and peace from God our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished, I love that word, lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ. This was Ephesians 1 verses 2 through 9. One point only to make, one point only to make and to take away. One point to make is, which is really more of a, of a question, How do you view yourself? What are you saying, or this can also be said, this is essentially the same question, but what are you saying about yourself? So this is, this is the only thing I really want to talk about is how do you view yourself? What are you saying about yourself? The, the first takeaway is that you are a son or a daughter with an inheritance claimed, set apart, forgiven, loved, all of the things by God the creator before the foundations of the world. I mean, we just read verse after verse after verse 
a big long, long run on sentence, really. But we read that if we are in Christ, in Christ, that's the set apart piece. So we are sons or daughters with this inheritance if we are in Christ. That's why we are distinct. That's that's the only distinct and 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 unifying factor is the fact that we are in Christ as sons or daughters with this inheritance claimed and loved forgiven accepted adopted blessed I am so I wish I wrapped my mind around this meaty, weighty, life-altering concept to be loved, to be loved and forgiven and given a name, a greater name, a greater purpose. And even if I don't do one thing for God, if this be the thing, that I walk in who I was made to be. If that's the only thing on my checklist every single, every day, if that is the only thing that is written in my obituary, if that is the only thing that is going to be spoken in my eulogy, is that I walked in my knownness, then that's a good life. To first, I guess, even accept that, and then secondly, to walk in that. We cannot talk about identity apart from talking about who God has made us to be. And I love that. I love this concept of the when. You know, like in school, when you learn those WH questions, I'm working on that with my son who honestly reads at grade level. We held him back, which was the best decision, best decision that we could have made. Um, Side note, this is my middle child. And even with him being held back um, because of other issues that he has learning-wise, he still was reading behind. So now he can read like fluently at the grade level that he's in which is technically held back, but, the, but he's reading where he's supposed to be per this grade level, but he's still not comprehending. So, you know, we're in Kumon and do, doing all of the things with him at home and he's getting so much better. But one of the things that we had to really work with with Caleb is just, he gets, he is his worst critic. He is truly gets that from me and I get that from my dad. We just, are, you know, I don't even need a, an army of people to tell me anything. Like I'm, I've already said it. <laughs> I've already covered those bases and he truly gets that for me. And, and so I can identify with him and I really work very hard with him on this confidence piece, but not just confidence in Caleb. You made this grade level now in your reading or you're comprehending this now, but because God has equipped you before you learned it. The when piece. So again, we're learning these WH questions with him, the who, the what, the when, the all of that, the where. 
to help him understand context and to get that comprehensive piece. But that win is important for us and our faith and our belief. And then it was important in instilling confidence in my son because I'm like, you weren't smart when you're not going to be smart when you're not loved when you, you were already. Even if you never get ahead, if you were in Kumon all the way to graduation. So I love this concept that God chose you. God chose me. God chose us first before. The win is like the most, this is like the seal. The win is, is so important as we just read in Ephesians 1 um, because it, it literally eliminates reciprocity because of love, not because I did not because I wrote it in my planner, not because I executed it, not because people are following and even getting to know Jesus, not because the blog has this, not because the podcast has this, not because my children um, have accepted Jesus or are walking in their faith, not because my marriage is doing great and we're counseling others, not because I know who I am and I'm walking in that calling, not because my bank account, not because of my house being paid off, not because of debt being gone, not because, not because, not because. When the foundations, before the foundation scripture, as she says, we read, that's when he loved me. So it's like, by grace, we are saved. By grace. Like, I am dead. You are dead in your trespasses, in your sins, without belief in Jesus. So we are dead walking alive yet dead spiritually until the Holy Spirit is believed and accepted and resides within you. So it's like a dead woman walking, (laughs) you know, I've never been a scary movie person, just, I just never have been, but I think of this zombie, like we're just a dead, we're dead people walking before Jesus lives inside of us. And So as a dead person spiritually, I'm thinking we couldn't have made the first move. We're dead. We don't even have the capability to move. He had to make the first move and he knew that. So going back to that question, how do you view yourself? What are you saying? Because you need to align that and claim what God says about you what God thinks about you. You are set apart, friend. Set apart if you are in Christ. And and we should be thinking, this is another takeaway point, is we should be thinking positively about ourselves. We should be aligning ourselves with what God says and thinks about us. And then we should therefore, through osmosis, then allow that to transform our thinking of what we think about ourselves on our worst day, not on the good days, because don't lie, because I know I'm, I'm, you know, prone to it where I feel like, wow, I'm just so accomplished today. I've done all these things. I cooked a meal, you know, <clears throat> that alone, did laundry, went to work, I had great conversations with my kids. We read the Psalms. We did all of the things. So, but what about on my worst day? What about in the pit? What am I thinking about myself? What am I saying about myself? What am I saying about what God says about me? When I fail, when I fall off the boat, when I go left, when I do all the things on top of all the things, 
Do I still see myself as God sees me? Do you still see yourself as God sees you? By grace, we were saved when, before the foundations of the world, not when you got it together. So even when it looks impossible, even when it's all crumbled away, even when it's scary and it's unknown, you're not sure what's ahead, even if all the circumstances are against you, we, this is the last takeaway, must trust what God says. He is our prime worth and identifier. It's all about him, friends. It's all about him. He is a substance giver. So are you going to claim, are you going to walk in this inheritance? Are you going to claim it? You know, God's grace it i it i will never even i can't even come up with the words it's i will never there will never be a day that it doesn't amaze me that it doesn't humble me and i'm not awe struck because of it his grace is like unmatched unheard of not even logical this leads me to my last point of just, I've, I've got to read the scripture. I've got to read John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only son of God. This is John three sixteen through 18. So the only identifier of you is what you believe. It's the fact that you are an image bearer created by the creator as either male or female. And then it's about what do you believe? And the only thing we should be believing is what God says. That's the identifier in John 3.16. It says the identifier of who's going to do what in the next world to come or where you're going to go or even in your fruitfulness or fruitlessness here on, on, on earth is whoever believes, whoever believes versus it says, but whoever does not believe. That's the only identifier. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to pretend that I'm like that holy because I'm just not. <laughs> I struggle with agreeing with God. I struggle with God. I don't agree. God, I don't feel like it. God, I don't want to. God, there's got to be something better. God, did you miss? You know, questioning God, questioning God. And when we unsubmit and when we're not walking in God's will as unsubmitted Christians, so even if you believe, are you submitted is the question. So when I disagree or when you disagree, when the world as it is disagreeing with God, we're wrong, God's right. This is what I have to say to myself. Ask the questions, dump truck back into God in my quiet time, give it to him, give it to him. Come to me, Jesus says in Matthew 11. 
But the takeaway from that after you come to him and give it to him should be God is right and I'm wrong. Nothing wrong in, in, the, in, in the fact that I'm feeling this way or that I'm in my emotions or I'm angry or I'm frustrated. Nothing wrong with that. Don't pretend. Don't be an ostrich and put your head in the sand. But everything wrong if I feel that I am right and God is wrong. He is unlimited and we are limited. Isaiah 55, I mean, just even how Isaiah 55 starts, come everyone who thirst. I'm thirsty. I don't know how thirsty you are, but I am thirsty for worth. I'm thirsty for a divine level of approval. I'm thirsty for purpose. I'm thirsty for identity. But I can't go to the faucet or the hose on the side of the house. There's a well available and it's Jesus. Verses eight through nine in Isaiah 55, it's synopsis, he's greater. (laughs) He's greater and higher, all powerful, eternal, and we're not. I talked about this on Tuesday. The default setting is, God, I give it to you. I'm angry. I don't understand, but I trust you. So going back, circling back to that first thought and question. What are you saying? And does it align with what God says? Because the enemy is a liar and has been from the beginning and still lying. So are you taking the lie or are you taking truth? Don't live. Let's stop. Let's just stop. Let's stop living out our lives based on lies. Let's stop living out our life based on lies. I'm ready for that. I don't know if you are. I would love, love to love to hear how this has um, challenged you, equipped you, questions as we are wrapping up this this month of discussions on identity. I am so thankful for you, friend, and I want to pray as we wrap up this month of discussion. God, thank you for your unlimited grace. God, we rely on you. We love you, God. And even in all of our failure, you still sent your son. You still and always believe and give and are faithful. God, help us to rest in that. Jesus, as we hear from the news and from music and from TV shows and from our friends and from even some churches that are not biblically sound, whatever is pouring in false beliefs, whatever part of us that is bucking against what you said from the beginning, God, I pray that you remove that. And I pray that we have submitted hearts to you and that like babies, like children, that we learn our identity all over again from scratch based on what you said and help us to walk in that. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for joining, friends. I hope that you have an amazing week and weekend ahead. Head to the blog, subscribe, get some free resources. I'd love for you to 
follow me on social media, um, just to connect and um, love to hear your story and um, how God is, is moving in your life and how you're being anchored and equipped in him. And I really appreciate you for joining.